Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And let me just uh, switch some things around here. All right, ready to go. Uh, I was going to talk a little bit about the Josh Warrington fight that's coming up in Leeds, uh, but uh, Holly Donovan did such a great job uh, earlier. I think uh, I'll focus more on some upcoming fights. So let's uh, let's flip over, though, to Leeds, have a quick look at... Uh, what's underway because IBF featherweight champ Josh Warrington feels that Luis Alberto Lopez is already showing signs of doubting himself coming up to this fight uh, with his concerns about his head butting ahead of their headliner. So um, given what happened in Warrington's last two bouts with his opponents being badly cut from head clashes, Lopez 26 and two 50 knockouts is understandably concerned about him suffering the same fate on Saturday night. Kiko Martinez was cut three times in his fight with Warrington last March, suffering cuts over both eyes and on his forehead. Warrington, 31-1-1, eight knockouts, ultimately stopped the badly ble bleeding Kiko in the seventh round in a fight that took place also in Leeds. So Josh had this to say with respect to head clashes. I think the Americans are probably going off of the Lara fight and probably going off my broken jaw last time out. That was the that was only one punch that seemed to do damage in my last fight. I've been in a few fights where cuts have happened, said Warrington. If you have a fighter that pushes forward with his chin down, things happen. Maurizio Lara made a, a big song and dance about it. Two fighters come forward, it happens. It's like when you have a clash of styles between a southpaw and an orthodox, it happens. The thing is, I've been labeled now like I'm doing it deliberately. Uh, maybe is, maybe isn't. I don't know, but uh, you know, uh, we'll we'll see what uh, happens uh, in a few days' time when I report on that uh, result. Let's move ahead over then across the pond to Omaha, Nebraska, middle of America, where we see Terence Crawford about to go toe to toe with David Abnasian. Here's what Crawford had to say at the final press conference. I really can't look too much at who Evnation fought and how they fought each other. When Evnation and I match up, we'll be making our adjustments on the fly. And we're going to do it. And we're going to do what we do best, which is shine. I'm very focused. And I have been since day one, strictly on Evnation. We know what he brings to the table, but we're going to elevate it to a higher level. This Saturday, we'll be victorious and going to have fun doing it. Avnasian, for his part, said, this is a big fight, a huge fight. I had a great camp, and I'm going to be giving everything to win this fight. Everyone is talking about Terrence, and I'm not here to win this fight decisively, but shock the world. Come Sunday morning, the news will be spreading that I have raised the belt and shocked the world. I'll be getting to go back and see my family, who I haven't seen for so long, and return home a champion. Woo! As I've reported earlier, uh, also on that undercard, we've got Chris Cyborg, the MMA champ, going up. Uh, and she's, she, says, she says this, I've been training and learning to continue my boxing career. Learning the difference between the two at first was tricky, but it's now much easier. I'm hoping this sets me up for bigger and bigger fights in the future for my boxing career. And when that comes, I'll be ready. Says her opponent, Gabrielle Holloway, I don't think there's added pressure because of my opponent's legacy in MMA. Right now, she's my opponent. So that all goes out the window. 
also in the undercard we see uh, arnold kakai this fight is very important to me he said after a great camp and great sparring this fight is next step to a belt i can't wait to get in the ring and prove that i should be the next in line for a belt eduardo baez for his part said i'm always extra intense in studying my opponents i think that i'm well prepared for this uh, this fight and with the favor of god we'll get our hand raised at the end of the fight Everyone is pretty confident, got to say. All right, Jeremiah Milton, big boy. Not many know me, but that's because I was young in my career. It was 7-0, knockouts. It's not always about the record. It's about who you walk with. And I've had some great opportunities in sport boxing to spar with some of the best ever world champs, the who's who right now. I'm happy to be in the uh, supporting role of Terrence Crawford. I know that on my way up, I'm looking to continue making a bigger name for myself in my career. And it's an honor to share the stage with the pound for pound best boxer in the world i'll get to show him what oklahoma does <laughs> state versus state now is it it's not about my power said juhan calloway i've got skill too i'll be proving that uh, on saturday night this is the business trip i'm here to win i'll be taking care of that business quickly and easily <laughs> love it Stephen Nelson, for his part, said, I was training in early 2021, and my Achilles just popped. At the moment, I thought my career is over, but now, after a long road back, I'm ready to put in a great show from the walkout to the first punch to the last punch to the bell ringing. I'm ready to go out there and win. For his part, his opponent, James Ballard, said, I'm not coming here to play any games. I'm here to sit my opponent down, knock him out, and leave no questions for the judges. There's no reason to get in the ring with a Detroit fighter unless you're willing to risk it all. I had the same injury uh, Nelson had, but didn't sit back and think that I could have my career uh, ended then. I told myself I can walk and fight, so nothing was going to hold me back. There you have it. Some, some great words coming out of a press conference over in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, before that big uh, welterweight clash between Terence Crawford and David Avnasian. Good stuff. Might I remind you, the WBO welterweight champion, Crawford, his record is 38-0 with 29 knockouts. Fans look forward to a great fight that night. Which I believe, by the way, is going to be the subject of the scorecard uh, produced by Cedric Ben on uh, Sunday morning, so check him out as well. Let's move over to another fight that's going to be happening in the new year in January, January 7th, I believe. Ryan Garcia believes Gervonta Tank Davis will crumble like any other fighter he's faced when he catches him with a big shot in their mega fight coming up oh, in April. Sorry. Ryan, 23-0, 19 knockouts, feel that Tank's punch resistance is an extraordinary, and he'll react like any average person if he lands his bread-and-butter punch on him. It's still questionable whether Tank, who's 27-0, 25 knockouts, will make it to the Ryan mega fight because he's only got a risky tune-up against undefeated Hector Luis Garcia. Ah, that's the Garcia we're talking about here. 16-0, 10 knockouts, and that's taking place on January 7th. And that's a match that he could lose. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Ryan also, uh, Ryan Garcia also has a tune-up against Marcito Gasta, who's 33-3-1, 17 knockouts. He needs to get out the way. Uh, said Garcia, I just have to keep my focus. Whoever's in front of me, I just train the best I can and take every opponent seriously. Um, there are so many options, especially for us being power punchers. He's talking now about Tank Davis, that we can catch anyone clean at any moment. So he said, 
I just expect to win and find any way to win, stop everything he tries to do in that ring. I know that myself, when I hit people with certain punches, a lot of the time they get hurt. So I don't think, so I don't expect Tank to be any different. The next guy I fight, I have to take seriously though. And the, and the fight with Tank, I don't look at it any more special than any other fight in my whole life. So we'll see what happens in the new year with those two uh, fighters. All right. Speaking of uh, fighters uh, and fights taking place uh, in the new year, we have, I see, Jose Benavidez Sr. predicting that his son, David Benavidez, will end Caleb Sweethand's plant's career when they fight in early March in their WBC super middleweight title eliminator bout in Las Vegas. Jose Sr. is super excited about his son, former two-time WBC 168-pound champion, Benavides, who's 26-0, 23 knockouts, finally getting the opportunity to beat the living daylights out of Plant, who's 22-1, 13 knockouts, to finally shut him up. <laughs> and this is a great story written, by the way, by Sean Jones. Uh, it's available on BoxingNews24.com. The idea behind the WBC ordered Benavidez versus Plant 168-pound fight, uh, it's a title eliminator, is the winner is supposed to get a title shot against the undisputed champ, Canelo Alvarez. That said, Jose Sr. says he doesn't see that fight happening for David because Canelo knows he'll lose to the younger 25-year-old Benavidez so that he won't take the fight. Jose Sr. understands Canelo and doesn't blame him. He's still happy that his son Benavidez will get the opportunity to fight Plant because he wants to destroy the former IBF super middleweight champ for the stuff he said in the past. Plant? We're hoping he doesn't back out. He's always looking for more excuses and a way out, said Jose Benavidez Sr. Uh, he's already signed the contract. I'm praying to God and crossing my fingers that he shows up on the day of the fight because David is going to kick his ass, man. Woo. Given the way Plant fell apart against Canelo last year in getting stopped in the 11th round, there's a good chance he'll lose to Benavidez as well, says this author. In Plant's recent fight against Anthony Durrell, he was running around the ring the entire fight, which resulted in recklessness on Durrell's part. Durrell got sloppy in the ninth and left himself open to a left hook from Plant that knocked him out. If Benavidez gets frustrated similarly and starts chasing Plant around the ring, he might get caught. As such, it would be wise for Benavides to stay patient and make sure he doesn't overreach because Plant has a good left hook. Jose uh, Sr. concludes, we're super excited about that fight. We've been trying to get that fight for five years. This is more personal for both. I'm so excited. And he mot motivated us so much to train for this fight. It's going to take, it's going to be such a great fight. He says, nothing's going to take, take away from this guy. Uh, Caleb Plant's a good fighter. He fought Canelo. He fought good fighters before, and he had good footwork. But it's going to be a little hard at the beginning, and we're going to kick his ass. We're going to we're going to catch him and end his career. That little joke or two start posting shit, said Jose Sr. about Jermall Charlo, saying he wants the winner of Plant versus Benavides. I'm happy, actually. I hope he can keep his word. He says he's going to fight the winner of Canelo and Dimitri Bivol. That's another fight people want to see. Benavidez Sr. is hoping Jermel Charlo is serious. Another great fighter, and I hope he keeps his words, said Benavidez Sr. about Jermel Charlo wanting to fight the winner of Plant versus Benavidez. We're waiting for that. 
that's extra motivation for us to win that fight against Caleb Plant. Those are fights that we've been looking for. Hopefully I get the winner, said Jermel Charlo. Um, I'm super excited. That's another guy we've been waiting to fight, said Jose Senior about Demetrius Andrade, now fighting for PBC. I like him. He's a very slick fighter, a very awkward fighter, and that can give anybody problems. But he's in the mix too. We're hoping to fight all these guys. He's one of the fighters that we might be also facing next year. Anyway, so, woo, a lot of words going back and forth there. Uh, you know, but first up, as I said in early March, we're going to see uh, Benavidez and uh, Plant go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. looking forward to that fight as well. Um, I've already gone through the uh, Josh Warrington and Lopez fight. Uh, we see that all the, the weights were made. Yep. Let's move along to a quick little story about the amateur standout Francis Oran. And he's getting ready to turn professional on January 20th in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Oran, who is one of the most accomplished amateur fighters coming out of the state of Pennsylvania in recent years, had his dream set on becoming a 2020 Olympian. Unfortunately, the pandemic happened, and with that, Francis' dream came became a mirage. The... Uh, AIBA canceled a lot of the Olympic qualifiers and Francis Oran was not able to chase his dreams of qualifying for the Olympics. Now, two years later, Francis has set his goals of becoming a world champion at the professional level. The former am amateur champ has set his sight on building a strong team around him to help him chase his goals. For his manager, he chose Trifon Petrov. I've heard amazing things about Petrov, the work he has done, with other fighters speaks volumes. I'm extremely excited to be part of his team, said Oran. I'm extremely excited to have the opportunity to work with Francis. I followed his career for a long time and absolutely believe he has the skill set and determination to become a world champion, said Petrov for his part. After signing with Petrov, the 24-year-old Oran inked a co-promotion deal with Marshall Kaufman of King's Promotions and Tony Jeter of Jeter Promotions. I've known Marshall since I was a kid. I can't wait to work with him. I also heard only good things about Tony. He does big things in Maryland and also Pennsylvania. I feel that Marshall and Tony in my corner, I would stay very, very busy, and I can't wait for that, said Oran. Marshall uh, Kaufman, for those, Kaufman, for those who don't know, is a Pennsylvania Hall of Fame promoter. who's also looking forward to working with Oran. I've known this young man for over 10 years, and the sky's the limit, says Kaufman. Tony Jeter, for his part, uh, plans to bring Francis to his event in Maryland in February. Francis is an excellent fighter. He has all the tools in the box to have an extremely successful career. And Francis is trained by Paul Pinnock. Pinnock has been with Francis since the start of his boxing journey, winning multiple national and international tournaments. And now they're looking to bring some of that same success into the paid ranks. So let's keep track uh, of that fellow's career as it uh, uh, begins on January 20th in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, prior to that fight that was mentioned taking place in Maryland. And that, my friends, is all the news fit to print today. Thank you for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it very much. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. for Mike Gore, Cedric Ben Show, Knuckle Up, and then 7 p.m. with Tim uh, with Tim Witherspoon for our annual, um, sorry, weekly <laughs> Friday night panel. Thanks very much. See you later on.